pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Every day at 7, we do it. We talk silver and black. Join us in any way that you can. You can reach out via the uh, the scrolls there on our YouTube feed. That's uh, that's easy. Or you can just text us at 656-3776. That's easy, too. You got something to say about what you saw last night as Wimby uh, broke a record, the likes of which uh, we will never, oh, we haven't seen before, a triple-double in under 30 minutes. In fact, he did it in 28 minutes, or 29 minutes, I guess. Uh, and, and more importantly, I guess, the Spurs now have 11 wins. Hey, baby. Um, perhaps more important than that, by the way, I thought when you were offering the text information, you were just going to give your personal phone number. We uh, well, you can, yeah, most people have it. I made a mistake about four years ago. Somehow my phone, personal phone number got put out on Facebook. A lot of people have uh, it. This I is, didn't mean that to happen, but it did. This, uh, I have a Spurs thing to say, but quickly, uh, I would say about five years ago now, the Dallas Cowboys um, obviously televised their whole draft. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they accidentally, they had like a landline phone, and they accidentally left the number mm-hmm. like on a label at the bottom of it. And a lot of people zoomed in and were calling them during the draft. And were like, hey, Steven, do you know who the players are? <laughs> you so, have any um, idea? It was, <laughs> uh, it was funny. But uh, anyway, uh, we had a question before uh, the end of the last hour from Paul Resendez. Yes, Paul. Everybody. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, SA Sports Star. Pay the like tax, and of and course, uh, I got a morning brigade gift here at the end of this. And they get to okay, pick. So they get to pick a show. We, whoever wants it. I don't. We always, you know, I know we're obsessed with names. But we got to come up with a name for for the brigade, like a brigade bounty. You know what I mean? Something like anytime there's something to give away, it's like we got some. Uh, the brigade, the brigade booty. Part of the brigade bounty. That's up to you if you want to go that direction. But uh, we had the question uh, from Paul: Is the twenty-plus assist streak still going? Yes, it is. I'm happy to. I'm happy to report, Rob, that after Monday night, the San Antonio Spurs, your San Antonio Spurs, my San Antonio Spurs, our collective San Antonio Spurs, still have the active streak: 112 games with 20 or more. Assists. Now, I will say the Indiana Pacers right on our heels. <laughs> They're at 109. Uh, so not a lot of breathing room, uh, but the all-time record is 120. So the Spurs now very much within striking distance um, of this record. Uh, if you want to call it that, but um, they're nine games away from holding it out right by themselves. Um, they take down the Raptors who um, are, are, have been trade partners with the Spurs. We got to see Jakob Pertle last night. Pleasant, I suppose. But as the Spurs um, did get that 11th win, I want you to keep in mind that the Spurs and the Raptors are linked to in the 2024 draft. Now, if that draft pick that we are waiting for from Toronto back in the, the Purtle deal um, lands in the top six, Toronto gets to keep it. Right. If it's seven or below, Spurs get to keep it. 
So of all the teams to beat, it was the Toronto Raptors. Now, it might not have any play by the end of the season. But we would like to, if we're going to do this, as much as we hate it, you might as well do it well. I don't, you know, win a game here and there. We need, like you said, we needed a little bit of, little bit of uh, sunshine after a long, uh, rainy week. Well, month. they current they currently sit seventh. I yep. mean, so we, you know, it wasn't technically damaging. Not you know yet. What I mean, it, it it was it was as close as you could get. You know what I mean? But um, according to Tankathon. Spurs currently have the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the only pick in the top five that is not protected, uh, which is just a real indication of, be being, a of being in great space. Uh, but um, but nevertheless, uh, Memphis is at six outside of these you know protections, and then Toronto, aka our pick, is at seven. Yeah, well, Houston has Brooklyn's pick right behind it. So Detroit, Washington, San Antonio, Charlotte, Portland, Memphis, uh, San Antonio again. So it's possible. As we sit, if things shake out, two in the top ten. Yeah, Possible. I mean, so we need Toronto to keep pace. Don't but, be any worse than this. But here, here's the problem. So two top ten picks, that's wonderful. Ask Detroit. It really works out well uh, when you do, wow. when you continually draft well. And, and Pop, we, we heard him in the previous segment. We'll play it again here in a minute. Um, talked about this is a young team. And, you know, when you're losing, uh, it's hard to deal with – but on the other side of things, uh, you're getting paid a whole lot of money and living an easy life while you're dealing with this. So you can't let it linger. You can't let it go. But it is hard to go on. Did you see Wimby's face after uh, there's a, 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 an ESPN Top 10 highlight of him catching that really ridiculously well-thrown behind-the-back assist from mm-hmm. from Devin Vassell. And the look on his face was one of those that you could tell, like, oh, my gosh, it finally feels good to be myself and to win basketball and win a basketball game doing what I do well. I think it, that mattered. They needed that. It's just too bad that we have to go so long in between. And I get the sense I mean, that there's not always the effort to get that win. It just doesn't feel like we have to. I would push back on that verbiage that so we don't have to go that long in between. Again, and wins is relative, and that's a real sad. See, that's reality. the beaten down fan. Wins no, are relative. No, they're not. They are though. I mean, like if you're real with yourself, like you miss me with this, like you play to win the game, blah blah. Like, okay. We, we can all be straight up about this. We're, we're, we can all be honest with ourselves. We can all be adults about this. Wins are relative at this exact moment in time. But, I mean, competence is not. Like, like general <laughs> functional competence is not relative. And that had not been – like, last night was the first time the Spurs looked competent since win, Rob. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's been a week. I mean, they, it's been a week. I, I would even argue that they didn't necessarily look totally competent against Minnesota. I mean, the, their run of re- recent incompetence began with the Washington loss mm-hmm. that they blew. I mean, so it, it had been, and that that Washington game was um, two Mondays ago. So, you know, it had been two weeks of just incompetence. And I, that's a heavy word to throw around, but that's that's what it had been. I mean, it had been a long time since, like, you can lose, and, and, and again, we'll, I want to say we'll tolerate it, but we'll be understanding, like, and this is a weird one to pick, but, like, when they lost to Philly – even though Joel went off for 71, that was still kind of an impressive loss. You know right. what I mean? Or a, a tolerable loss. 
And so it had not been like that in this last little run as the rodeo road trip began. Uh, yesterday, as Wimby walked off the court uh, with a triple double, this is um, him talking about the uh, well, the game itself. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is a it's a fact, you know, and it's uh, it's getting harder to to block shots as well. So I had to make that extra effort tonight, and uh, because less and less people go at me, you know, in the ring. But yeah, it's uh, intimidation is. I can see it happen. He's talking about guys know when they're in the paint, there's seven, three plus waiting on you. Now it's triple double. It did it in 29 minutes. We have a spur that got a quadruple double and I put it to you. Wimby will have several before his career is done. It's not that far away. A quintuple double, a quintuple double is possible from this guy. In fact, he even kind of joked about the possibility of double digits in five boxes. As a second thought, yes, but uh, I mean, I was trying to win first. <laughs> but uh, yeah, almost got a quintuple double with turnovers. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. You fill in every box. Maybe not the one you want. I mean, I, I, the quadruple feels well within reach. Oh. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, if it happens before the season. Yeah, an assist, you know 10 assist game from Victor will not right. be that difficult. Right. But but the quintuple is so difficult because the quintuple involves the blocks, and or in all likelihood, obviously. And it's just it's so dependent on, on things that are, I don't want to say out of your control, but the game has to flow a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, if, if it doesn't, then, then that particular element, that particular leg is a little bit more difficult to achieve. The other things are way more controllable, if that makes sense. Post game, obviously joyous because of the win. He talked about what was the difference between the teams um, on a cold Tuesday night or a cold Monday night or in Toronto. For some reason, we felt great today. You know, had some great rhythm. Started the game strong, and uh, I don't know. I guess it's just the NBA. You know, we got ups and downs in terms of shape, and today was a was an up day. So. It was an update. <laughs> That's a great line. Um, update. You ever uh, you ever do the old like? It smells like up dog in here. Oh, uh, what? What's <laughs> up dog? Uh, the. <laughs> I I think as as I woke up this morning, I watched the the ten minute synopsis on uh, on the YouTube feed just to kind of refresh what I watched last night, and what struck me was a. Uh, they're playing four on five on offense. Julian Champagne is uh, he's a functionality. I, I get where we are. I'm not mad at him. I mean, he is what he is. And that alone, knowing that you're playing four on five and you're still trying to figure out other positions, it was a testament last night to the three kids to do what they did. Because Devin did exactly the – he played the kind of game that we know he's capable of. On a regular basis, I love uh, the call. He touched net a lot of times had a nice, and had a nice open shot. Nothing was out of rhythm. He was a willing passer, and he went and did the kind of things that make you an all-star, but not a superstar. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think Devin had to, had to have that mindset for at least a year. He had to be the superstar for them to get anything. And I, I think if you realize, and what Pop has been slow rolling on this was, 
if you will realize that there's gaps to fill and that will get you all the pay that you ever thought, all the glory that you ever wanted, if you'll just fill those gaps, you will be a self-actualized superstar. You don't have to be the guy that has to take the shot. We want you the guy that can take the shot. But nobody's going to have to, you don't have to be the guy that when there's three seconds to go and pops draw him up a play and we go, we got to stop Devin. No, the lucky <laughs> thing is you're not that guy. Live that yeah. good life. Be the guy that's the second option. Make the shot. Yeah. No one thinks it's Devin Vassell time like Devin Vassell. You know what I mean? Right. Type thing. And, 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 but to your, to your point, I mean, to the, everyone's point, I mean, this is how the team moves and flows better. Like last night, do you know how many of the Spurs five starters had a positive plus minus? I no, I haven't. I don't. That's the last stat I look at. But I would imagine with a lot, all of them, I would imagine it's, they were never it's, behind. It's a, it's a good feel stat, though. Like a good kind of like, maybe not feel, but like reverse feel. Like like it helps mm-hmm. you kind of like, oh, that checks out. Just guess of their starters, how many had a, a positive plus minus? It'd be hard to because we're talking about fluctuations in the lead and not a lot. I would say four of the five. Four of the five. Yeah. Exactly. Devin at plus 17, uh, Wemby at plus 20, uh, Jeremy only at plus 13, Trey at plus 22, Keldon at plus 27 off the bench. I mean, Ch- your boy Chetty with plus 11. I mean, it was just, this was total, complete team basketball. And why? Because we didn't have Devin Vassell time. You know what I mean? Like, I, this is a real bold idea, I recognize, but maybe flow through the, like, all-world, you know, international superstar that is on your team all of a sudden. That and it, it kind of helps out. It seems so easy, and it, we've also been. It, it's easy to dump on Devin for what he said and what he did in a game that they probably could have won if they'd have done what was appropriate at the time. But getting from there to this and, and understanding where you fit in the offense, I find so absolutely frustrating. So, why? I mean, or I mean, beyond the obvious, but I mean. Because last you're... night, I think what happens in a lot of games is the moment that things get tough, the moment that the, the teams rally that we play against, normally it's third quarter or late in the, you know, when there's this transition time, the Spurs have managed to start fast most nights. They're not awful out of the gate. They normally start out, and by the end of the first quarter, rarely are they out of the game. I would say I... rarely rarely is a game out of hand. Right. That's that's why last but that's why last night but, felt weird too because it was so out of hand for the Spurs early on, which is obviously a feeling we're not accustomed to. Their win probability Rob reached north of 50. Let's see here uh at with 9:47 left in the second and they never looked back. Think about that. Like that, <laughs> that's we, insane. We haven't seen that outcome that early in a Spurs game in a long time. And it was nice to watch a Spurs game you go, you know what, they'd really have to screw something up to lose this one. And <laughs> they would have to change the rules of basketball literally, to lose and, this game. And not understand that the rules had been changed, which is a whole other subject. But they to get where they got was so easily done and smooth. Listen listen to Pop. We we this is Pop pregame talking about the life on the road with a young team. Keep in mind, we are chasing Two more young players. We're already young, and the the goal of this season is to actually, it appears, get younger. Listen to this. You go to work. It, it shouldn't be discouraging. You're making a gazillion dollars a year. You travel on private planes. You stay for free in great hotels. Uh, it's the easiest job in the world. Uh, no reason to 
hang your head, feel badly, feel sorry for yourself. Uh, personally, I depend a lot on the character of the guys. If they don't understand that, that's not really somebody I want in the program as, as the future gets, you know, comes about. You want people who understand that it's a process. It's a totally, you know, the youngest team in the league. And uh, that tells me uh, that there has to be some room. Like, I have to understand if they do have a down night, because losing is not fun. Uh, but it cannot linger. And by breakfast the next morning, it's over. And you're back to work doing what you're expected to do. And you have to handle that. Luckily, the guys that we have have that kind of character and, uh, you know, shoot-arounds. Uh, the rare practices that we have uh, are all lively and uh, lots of humor, lots of excitement. And then we go do our best. Let's do you think that, that, that well, <laughs> first of all, do you think that Tim and Tony are listening to this going, who is this guy? <laughs> who, who, who is who, I, the voice sounds familiar just the words and the tenor just doesn't sound right i get it but after 11 games i kind of want you hanging your head after you've lost seven straight and you've given two or three of them away one of them you never even showed up for and a couple you fought valiantly I want you feeling bad for worse than 24 hours. I want you waking up going, what the hell do I have to do right now to get better? And I want everybody waking up like that. I want you waking up the next morning and it's over. That's for winning teams. That's for teams that have gone further down the road. Right now, I want self-examination and utter anger every time you wake up after a loss. Let's not put it to bed. No, no, I I can't. As a fan, it's not even, I don't mean to, you know, be literal and, and play semantics here, but it's not even 24 hours, right? Like, if you're saying, like, oh, by breakfast, and your game ends at 9 o'clock. You know what I mean? By breakfast the next morning, you've washed. Like, how is that possible? Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to just, you know, be silly here, but, I like, it seems to me that Wemby is cut differently than that. That Wemby is saying, like, dude, this is not who I am. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not this guy. Right. Yeah, like, I, I'm not here to just lose a billion games. Like, that's not where I've come from. That's not wh- why I wanted to come here. Like, we're here to, to win a lot. We're here to crush teams. We're here so that I can have the most insane triple-doubles uh, of all time with high, the highest levels of efficiency that anybody's ever seen. Like, these are the things that I'm here to do. This is the land that I'm here to conquer. And you're holding me back. If you're, I, that would be my thought. If I would, I would feel like, what do you mean? It's do you like honestly it's over. get that like, sense? Do you, I would like. I am with you, man. But I don't get. I the think th- the. I think the only real example we have, and that's why we've obsessed about it so much, is the New Orleans loss because it felt like you could see Wemby just kind of like visible for a, a moment, just mm-hmm. visibly like, dude, <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? What's just. Just pass me the ball. That's it's. A, we all got one job around here. You get me the ball. I'm then. Then I go be Victor Wimbanyama. Like and so, um, he's done a great job. I think of not being a jerk about anything or not being outward. But we've talked a lot about like, dude, it's time to kind of rattle the cage a little bit. And maybe some of that's happening behind closed doors and in the locker room. But you know, th- I would hope that you know after last night, there's a little bit of like, you see, well, <laughs> you, you, um, you see what what can happen. So. I'm glad you brought that up. And this is not, uh, for lack of a better term, Pop's first rodeo. 
And as we wind down this road trip, Victor's about to get christened. Victor's about to step into, you know, there's stages in becoming what he's becoming. And the first one was, you know, showing up in San Antonio and being introduced. And then there's the first game. And then there's the first triple-double. And then there's the first, oh, my God, did you see that? Uh, which has already happened. And now there's the All-Star game. And now he arrives and will be standing amongst the other giants around the league. And the NBA will take full notice. Victor's going to be front and center this weekend or for the All-Star weekend. He's going to be the guy on Thursday or Friday night. He's going to be the guy Saturday night. And there'll be plenty of cameras around and lots of highlights on Sunday when the All-Star game is gone. And with this kind of performance, doing something that nobody has ever done before, trust me, the NBA media machine sees it. I think that it also, on top of that, I think that's an important effect to kind of assess. But I, I do think there's a, you know, when you go rub elbows with Jokic and LeBron mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and you see what life can be, it and then you have to, you know, it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you go over to your friend's house and they have all this cool stuff and you're like, I wish I had all this, you know, like, or whatever. You're like, I wish we had, you know, a trampoline. You know what I mean? He's yeah. coming home, he's like, why don't we have a trampoline? You know, like oh, stuff RJ, like that. You're bringing up something that really we don't like talking about because I always got the sense that what you just described is what Kawhi started getting when he was going to the All-Star Games. Like he would go to the All-Star Games and he's talking to other players and the, they were going, so your coach doesn't make you go to museums? <laughs> your coach doesn't give you a reading list? You don't have to read books? All you have to do is play basketball? I think um, that there's something about seeing what the rest of the league is like. And it turned well, Kawhi the other direction. Like, hey, man, I didn't know that everybody else didn't have to go see a museum on their off day. I I mean, that's a, a bridge too far than what I meant. Um, <laughs> I just, I I mean, from a talent building standpoint, oh, from, you're right. a, from a competency around you standpoint, and I don't mean that with any shade to the rest of the Spurs roster, but I think, you know, Wemby this weekend you know, I was having a conversation with Giannis, and this is a really dramatic example, but, you know, Giannis is like, you mean they didn't trade for Dame Lillard for you? Like, what? <laughs> like, you didn't sign a deal and, and have them completely and totally support you as a result of it? What? Like, that's how it works in my flyover town, you know? <laughs> like, so why can't it work for you in the same way? Trey Young was on the block. Why can't? Why couldn't Trey be your Dame? You know, like, that. those are the kinds of things that I think – Wemby's about to see, you know, when you are who he is, you're supposed to get the help that other people are getting. Now, he's in, he's obviously not Giannis, and he's not whoever. Not but yet. he's on that path. He's on that trajectory. And so I think he's from a basketball-only standpoint, your point is, is fair and valid in, in some senses, in some respects. But I think he's seeing or he's going to see, like, wait, they'll help you? Like, they'll, exactly. <laughs> like, no, I was being facetious you, there. But they'll, with the, they'll give you friends? With what? Kawhi. Like, hey, you Are guys, you serious? Every, every basketball team doesn't have to go to a, a museum every time they land in a new city? Y'all don't have to do you that? You guys don't have pop quizzes on the on the history How are you on your homework? Do you guys have <laughs> – did you get your homework done? I haven't finished out my book. Uh, Are your books laminated too, or is it just ours? Is it the real laminate, or is it the plastic that you buy and you have to do yourself and nobody knows how to fold them? Wow, you guys are different out over there with the Mavericks. (laughs) Speaking of, the the Spurs have the Mavericks next. Uh, Pay attention to those Mavericks. While the Spurs uh, intentionally got worse during the deadline, the Mavericks got better. Luca's found him some guys that are balling with him. It's going to be an interesting run, as the Mavericks finally seem to have found the right mix of guys. 
to play with a ball-dominant Luka. We'll see how that goes as they get in there. Um, And that, again, is tomorrow night as the rodeo road trip continues.